season six episode five the thrill of destruction just aired today and you got me myself and my boy dylan beal breaking it down for you the degenerate duo is back and we are going to be hitting you with a recap and a great discussion of this week's episode dylan how you feeling about this episode I'm feeling really good. I mean, I feel like we're saying this week after week. But damn, it is banger after banger. It's so good. Yeah, I feel like I feel like this is the response you want, though, right? Like you want to keep saying, "I feel great about this episode," right? So yeah. I don't, I don't feel super guilty having the same reaction every time, right? No, and I, I think we all expected this, right? Like this arc, I think is probably one of the most hyped up ones, besides maybe maybe the the villain arc uh, that came like last season. But this is one of the most hyped arcs of all time and they're nailing it yeah and i think they really they really have to like this is like i mean we are coming off like i would think what most fans would feel like is a like, kind of like a flat season i don't think we had too many major qualms with it but it is definitely something that we want to make sure that's done right we want to see it yeah. well executed yeah i mean especially if you're standing up to all the other anime that's going on this season right now like fall is absolutely packed we're gonna have to bring the heat to actually compete with some of the other shows well, that was just it, too, right? It's such a heavy-hitting season uh, with Chainsaw Man and, like, one of the goats, Bleach, getting, like, re like another another season. Like, that, it, like, it's a hard thing to contend with, but I think... I want to say it's doing quite well. I've, yeah. Every time I look at the... the, uh, the I want to say the hero rankings. The uh, the an the anime rankings. Like, my hero is still, like, a top contender, which is which is great. So, before, I, just, uh, before we get into the discussion, I'm just going to get you guys a quick recap of the episode, and then we'll get right into it. So, our episode kicks off with the hero enforcement showing up to help Endeavor, Mirko, Mike, Eraser, etc. Uh, and basically, kind of like even the playing field fighting the Nomu, especially because they're getting fairly battered up. Um, that being said, though, Mike left in the last episode to left Exilus to basically finish off Shigaraki. We don't know why, uh, but of course, Shigaraki gets shocked and wakes up. Absolutely marks our boy Exilus. He's, uh, he's out of here. He's gone. Um, we get a quick cut to Tokoyami actually ditching Fatgum and going to rescue Hawks. Um, we then are faced with basically Tokoyami and, and Dobby squared off. With uh, Dobby basically trying to make uh, Tokoyami aware of basically what Hawks has done. And to, for him to see the greater impact of heroes and how shady they can be. Tokoyami, of course, is unfazed. Um, but he's almost taken out in his escape if it wasn't for Getten, who basically is acting more of a, like a, like I, I call him a, like a field commander, trying to rally the villains to thwart the, uh, thwart the heroes. Um, that then leaves us with Dobby saying some very ominous, I guess I'll get started early, and we get no further elaboration. That's it. Uh, we go, we go back to Deku and the gang basically, uh, starting evacuations, but because Shigaraki's now woken up with his improved decay, um, he not only levels the hospital, almost killing some several heroes in there, uh, Crust being one of the more prominent ones. Uh, he also wipes out a good portion of the city, which causes everybody to hasten the evacuation. Um, and then the episode ends with Shigaraki getting his Akira-esque cloak and uh, waking up Makia. So it was uh, it was a very like dialogue heavy this episode, but I think it was it was needed. And it was very it was very well done. Uh, we're you can feel it. You can, you can, the yes. anticipation is getting to you. The anxiety yes. is setting in. Yes. The demon Lord himself is awake right now. It's uh man. And he like, ah, uh, they, they're doing him so good on screen. Like he's, he's, he's commanding it every time he's there. It's great. All, all I want to say, the biggest bag fumble in existence is Axel's though. The man didn't have to shoot the tank. He didn't have to accidentally wake him up. It was because he shot that and accidentally moved one of the wires over to the water. Or the water hit the wire that yeah. Shigaraki's up. If he did not do that, 
but not have had the entire city leveled. Yeah, or, like, one of the most terrifying villains just woke it up, like, out of nowhere, right? The guy could have just beamed him in the head, and that would have been it. That would have been, like, my hero's done. Roll the credits, we're good. We're, we're that's, that's the end of it. I will say, very, very cool. Like, like we were talking about this a little bit before, and you kind of mentioned it, but, like, yeah, actually, like, super Akira-inspired here. Um, like, especially, like, towards the end, like, picking up the cloak and everything. It's, it's, it's definite inspo here, but wow. Seeing, like, the entire city just leveled, and then just, like, the plateau where he's sitting up on it, almost like a throne. Very yeah. cool. Oh, it's sick. It just, oh, it hits me right, right in the good spots, man. I love, I love seeing modern, like, animators and artists, like, take from, like, the grassroots of, I think, of a lot of, like, animation and, uh, in anime and like i mean akira's goaded like i mean the akira slide is everywhere and this is just another homage i think to one of the most like inspirational movies ever yeah um and i will say though i, I this is quick this is really quick for shigaraki waking up i think it was kind of obvious that he was gonna wake up but i always assumed he would be the big bad at the end of this fight but instead we're gonna hit him really really early on uh, like instead of him being like the uh, I guess, like, the end point that we're always marching towards in this uh, this entire war, he just wakes up very early in it. So I think that's going to, like, shift the tides of battle completely from here. The big thing I've, I've actually noticed about the war arc, which we really haven't seen in many of the other arcs, I think maybe, like, early on, like, the, uh, the, the training arc where they first are introduced to the League of Villains, this is one of the first times where we're having, like, multi-pocket events that are kind of spread out throughout the entire battlefield mm -hmm. um and yeah like it, it usually does feel like shigaraki was supposed to be like the end goal and you kind of fight everybody else towards that but now we're gonna have him woken up we have makia woken up we have you know uh people still like trying to evacuate like the city and stuff like that like so i mean it feels very like chaotic but yeah it is he is definitely being inserted to the battlefield like yeah i mean like the last time that we had kind of a fight like that i would say was probably like the force training arc it was the last time obviously the scale was way 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 different of where yeah. it was like a couple people fighting here and there and this is obviously you know dozens and dozens and dozens of people like in these different areas so yeah i totally agree like it's incredibly chaotic it's very cool i'm interested to see if we're gonna have like not time shifts but like i wonder if we're gonna like spend some time in an area and then kind of like semi flashback to see what was happening in a different area or not like i wonder how that's gonna end up playing out yeah, because it is, you know, like, time management actually come, becomes, like, very screwy with dealing with those things. I think it's a little easier in manga because you can just, like, write the panels and then you go back and then you just, like, put, like, a few hours earlier, right? Like, it's, yeah. not, it's, not, it's not that difficult. But I think in, anim like, animating that, it does become a little sketchy because continuity for the viewer becomes a little skewed mm -hmm. if, you, if you don't execute it properly. Yeah. Um, the, so, I guess, talking about Shigaraki and his, like, awakening and everything like that, uh, we had some pretty, like, I guess prominent and not so prominent deaths because of it i mean xless we like xless was getting axed we knew he was getting axed yeah. but like but crust dude crust just getting taken out like that like it is it's such a he seemed like such a cool hero it's a bummer like yeah and it, it's definitely interesting because i don't think we've really had death in my hero like this before like especially two people that are pretty prominent that are known heroes at, at the very least just dying and yeah crust being a top hero too like i i think he was number he was Devin, I yeah he was think. top 10 he was a top 10 yeah. hero uh and then also like the shot of him going out just like a thumbs up and stuff very 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 cool way to go out but like damn like people are actually dying yeah like and not and not to i guess understell a death or anything like that but is that like 
Is that a Terminator throwback? Is that what that is? I think is? so. It, I, okay. I'm pretty sure it's a Terminator throwback. I like. I mean, it's Horikoshi. He lo- he absolutely adores Western media, so I would not be surprised if it was a Terminator, or it was like, or it's All Might. You know what I mean? Because All Might was always a big on the thumbs up too. So like, oh, I could totally it, see it being All Might uh, like homage as well. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Right. But either way, like, goes out with a badass, saves a racer. Like, I mean, like, and like that that scene, like you and you and I basically went on this like maybe like. I, would we spend like 15 20 minutes going through like panel by panel from the manga to mm-hmm. to the animation and like it's it's borderline flawless like it's yeah. they're 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 nailing everything so yeah for us to lose a top 10 hero so quickly is like because he's he's just like dead just like that like that's how scary shigaraki is yeah and, and at that usually something like that would be a lot more focused on i would say so mm-hmm. that paints that paints the light now of like Almost anything can happen. Now, when I say anything, I mean anything except a student death. We're not going to get a kid death. There's no no, no chance Shonen Jump would ever just have, like, one of the students die or whatnot. But, like, this this does open it up to, like, people can just die. Like, we, this is our third death so far in this arc. Yeah. We've had twice, uh, Exilus, we had Crust. Like, we're at the moment of where, like, things could radically shift now for my hero. We could have... The League of Villains entirely, besides Shikaraki, could just die. Like, that's on the table now. Yeah. Yeah, that's just it. I think it, it like, really ups the stakes that you can, like, how they're kind of introducing. Because it was kind of slow and very, like, again, dramatic with, like, Hawks killing Dwight's and stuff like that. Like, that was very, like, drawn out and stuff like that. And then it's just like, okay, we got the first one out of the way. Death can happen everywhere now, right? Like, that's kind of... Because, like, it's not only these two as well, but also a uh, bunch of the like you know unnamed like extra heroes that were kind of helping with the evacuations they just get all taken out like that is like it, like it's a frame right like it's crazy yeah and i mean regardless whether they keep going through it or not they they set up like i i don't know like the right like the right like narrative like terminology but i would say like it's the game of thrones that they set up right of where mm-hmm. you kill off the major people early and now that sets up a precedent of oh damn anybody can die whether they do or not is is regardless of the point but like now that environment is set up yeah, it, it like it, yeah, it puts the piece onto the table where previously it didn't really feel like it was there. Like it really didn't. We had we had Sir Night Eye who was again basically introduced to die. Yeah, and that, Ma- was, Magni, and that was I, I guess Bagney. She was like the only one who actually yeah. was like really really killed right out. Yeah, and I, I remember us talking about that because like Magney's death was like holy shit that just happened in a flash and that was it right. Like, yes. And I guess, like, I, I there is, like, thinking back to the overhaul arc, there was a couple others. There was also the, like, the desert, like, sand kind of hero as well. He got taken out by overhaul fairly quickly as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, they aren't afraid of it, but they don't rapid fire it like this usually. You know what I mean? This isn't this isn't the typical shonen my hero tone, right? Yeah, exactly. So, actually, weird that we're kind of segueing back to the overhaul arc because... He's directly referenced in this episode. Like Overhaul gets a nice little throwback here, yeah. With the with the the quark stealing bullets, like why why like why are we getting this now? You know what I mean? Like yeah. So this is like a, a definitely like a good. So I think one thing that my hero does weirdly very well is they connect their villains constantly. Um, there's always a through line, and like the best example is Stain. Stain mm-hmm. shows up in the beginning and then is gone. But, like, the ramifications of Stain showing up and, like, his message or whatever, you can draw a through line all the way to, like, literally last episode with Dobby, right? Like, yeah. Dobby mentions Stain, and it's like, okay, first of all, this is really cool that they're able to do this. But with Overhaul, 
the the, the big impact there was the quirk uh, the quirk erasing bullets. Um, yeah. And where we last left Overhaul off, uh, the League of Villains uh, broke broke into like his like uh, van that was going to jail and was yeah. like and stole like the, the the bullets or whatnot. Now what what's supposed to happen with them? Because uh, like obviously like you know check check Chekhov's literal gun right now of like you <laughs> yeah. can't just show them and then not circle back to them. And we see that some of them are kind of decayed, maybe not because of just Shigaraki, but just like in general, they're kind of decayed. So there's yeah. probably a limited amount. There's probably less than there used to be. They, they have to be used, right? They, they have, have to be used on someone. They Yeah, and that's just it. And like, it's not like it, it, he didn't, he didn't elaborate saying like, oh, I need to like make more of these or something like that. Like that wasn't. It didn't seem like the intention, so you got to wonder. Okay, like, like who's getting shot? Right? Like, that's, that's basically it at this point, right? Well, I mean, I think I, we don't know if they have been synthesized or whatnot yet, because like the yeah. the doctor was the person that could have done it. And I think that's why they originally took it is like so the doctor could have done that, but I don't know. I don't know if the doctor ever had time to. So I guess like the question is, well, regardless, the doctor's probably like taken away by now. I think I think they have secured yeah. him at least. So I would. It's yeah. just Shigaraki with the bullets. Uh, so, okay, if you had to use it, so Shigaraki has the gun, right? She, th- th- this this child has a gun. Uh, who does he? Who does he shoot? Who does he shoot? Who's gonna? Sh- I mean, the He's obvious guy? obvious ones like Deku's. The obvious one's Deku, ones. right? Yeah, De- Deku's the, the obvious one. Yeah, but like, like I I feel like Deku's too mobile. Like you know what I mean? Like I feel like he's too hard to hit. And like I don't know, does he take out one of his buddies as like a as like a like like you know I don't give a fuck I'm just gonna shoot I'm gonna axe one of your friends sort of thing and make Deku go off the rails like how does cause, but like I mean most of them are fairly mobile as well like I mean I, I have mean, two I have two okay one's the most impactful that like no shot no shot this happens it's Endeavor that would be that would be insane it he shoots Endeavor number the 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 second number one hero just goes gets away. taken it gets taken out yeah things. Things are just over. Things are over at that point. Um, not going to happen, though. Um, not going to happen. Number two, all right? This is, I think, the most realistic. Ready? Ready? Maybe. Present Mike. Oh, dude, but then we're going to get, like, we're going to get, like, the the Aizawa, like, revenge arc. Like, like which, have... which would be so cool, right? Yeah. Because it would play into his, like, his archetype so well, right? You have the brooding, like, soloist hero, and, like, he lost one of his buddies already, and now you, like, erase the hero, like, the quirk from his other buddy. Yeah. And and not only that, though, is then, because, like, not only is it, like, kind of story impactful, but then also you can underscore it with a bit of comedy afterwards, because then you have Quiet Mike, who just, like, is not loud anymore. And, like, you, it'd be so good. It would be so good for the story. Oh, my. You can. Uh, he and you know he'd still find a way to be a nuisance. Yes. Like after that, you know what I mean. He'd just be super loud. He'd carry a microphone or some shit. Yeah, he would like, carry a microphone. He would pick up an instrument or something. He'd be, get a kazoo. <laughs> oh my god, man! I mean, I could, I, I. It's believable. It's believable yeah. for sure. Because I, I, I do think it is like unrealistic that somebody. I mean, Endeavor's been getting shafted pretty regularly, so I'm not. I almost don't want to totally shelve that. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like. It, it seems very fitting to like build a hero back up and then just have him like lose his quirk. Like that wouldn't surprise me either. But so yeah, I'm gonna go ahead. I, I think besides that though, like what is the grand plan of the bullets? 
I, I, so the, the more I think about Shigaraki and his motives and the more I think about AFO and his motives, is it just to like figure out a way to take away everybody's quirk? Is that like the grand objective here? Because we know that AFO can take away people's quirks by like touching them. Right. Yeah. So we know that yeah. Billy's there. Is this kind of like the through line of like figuring out how do we in mass just take away everybody's quirk? But like, but it, like with AFO, it's never been about taking away quirks and not gaining them. You know what I mean? It, but, it, like, it's it, been about power, though. It's it been has about, been about. It yeah. has been about power. You're right. You're right. But like, I just, I like, I, I don't think it super lines up. Like overhaul, that was always his deal. Was just like axe everybody. I don't care. Make everybody even. Like all that stuff. But like him still being in control. But yes. AFO, it just is, it feels. It, it doesn't feel greedy enough. You know what I mean? Like, he, like he's just so selfish all the time that it feels like it's not just t- removing the quirk. It is possessing the quirk as well. I don't, so like it, it, like it almost doesn't line up with their motives. I think at least. Yeah. I don't know. It's, L- literally Chekhov's uh, bullets though. We, we will see. Chekhov. We will see. We have to see. Cause you can't not, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, so I guess like on the, on the, like the final part of Shigaraki and his whole thing, um, and we have the awakening of Machia as well, um, which has been like constantly foreshadowed this entire season. Like it's just like every episode they're like, oh yeah, Machia is just hanging out in the corner. Yeah. Um, how do we think that's going to go? Because we did have a deliberate scene of like Mount Lady and stuff like that, right? So we're just going to get, uh, are we just going to get like Clash of the Titans kind of thing? Like, is that how you think it's going to go? I, I think so. Like I'm trying to rank where Machia sits in terms of how strong he is because we know he could beat the League of Villains outright. Yeah. Uh, and we know that, like, sh- he's at least as powerful, if not a little bit more, than Shigaraki was before whatever's going on with him now. So mm-hmm. that means, like, his level is surpassing Redestro. That's, like, yeah. a that's a big force. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if Mount Lady can just, like, stand up to him. Obviously, like, that is, like, the obvious pairing there. But, like, yeah. I wonder if this is going to be, like bigger destruct like I, I i think you're probably gonna have a big force that has to fight him right like this is that's gonna be one of the central battles here yeah and like uh, like and not to like not to downplay the hero strategy but their their game plans are never like oh let's just have isolated 1v1s and see how that goes you know what i mean yeah so i want to assume that it's gonna be mount lady plus several other like supporting heroes kind of thing um do we but have any I, other yeah, big th- heroes like the dragon lady, like, the dragon lady. Yeah, uh, Rigo, R- Ryuku, R- Ryoku. Yeah, something um, like that. Yeah, she's pretty like, she, but I think she's still like small in comparison to Makia, mm, yeah. right? So, uh, but like, we don't really, we really haven't seen any other heroes that are like gigantification or anything like that, right? So, yeah, I think it's going to be anybody who can like basically support Mount Lady and kind of go from there. That's that's my that's my working idea of how this kind of runs down. But I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. I don't. I'm excited. I'm excited yeah, either way. It, it is going to be a good fight. But uh, speaking of very good fights, what's going on with Dobby? What's okay? <laughs> what did he mean? I guess I'll start early. Like, so we do. We do know now that Dobby is like kind of like a lone wolf within the League of Villains. Like he does yeah. his own thing, but we don't know what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> like we we have no idea. Yeah. Like, is he just gonna like? Like, is he just gonna like set off a random bomb or something somewhere? <laughs> he's, he's a domestic terrorist at this point. Like, is that is like? I mean, I wouldn't put it past him at this point. Like, like every, everything about him just like 
perplexes me. The fact that, like, monologuing is a legitimate skill he has to use because of his quirk is hilarious to me. Like, the, the, <laughs> the fact that he can't just, like, keep popping off, so he has to, like, monologue, and there's a reason why he monologues. It's so funny to me. I don't think in the history of any villain I've ever seen in, like, in any series has monologuing been a part of the skill set. Like, I don't think I've ever seen that. So yeah. for them to capture it with him is is insane. But yeah, no, he and like he's not even really like that peeved that like getting kind of like screws him over. He's just like, okay, all right, I'm just gonna. I'm yeah, he's just gonna like leave really laissez faire about all of this stuff. Which again, like I don't, I just like I can't, I can't put my finger on what's what's his motives, what's going on with him. Like twice dies, he's laughing the entire time. He's like so basically he toying. Say, yeah, he does say that he can't cry. Like so, but like again, is that is that like is that. A, like a faint like to say that like to see he's like more invested than he actually okay is. but like, even if he can't cry he doesn't have to smile like a insane person i guess so yeah like yeah, if you're sad right if you're sad and you're trying to cry and you can't cry are you just smiling ear to ear for no reason i feel like this is like his baseline though when he starts like popping up i don't know man like ah, dobby I think I think Dobby might be like one of the most complex characters within this show. Like he's like he's he rivals Bakugo with like depth and like mystery and stuff like that, right? Like it's it's I don't I don't know. I have I, I don't even have like a working idea of like what he's getting up to at this point. I what mean, he, I'm uh, What if he's the one that shows up? Like he he just grabs the the quirk erasing bullets and then he's just like popping people left and right. Does that Again, though, does it line up with? We don't know his motives. We have no idea. So I mean, we we can't even be like, yeah, I guess that kind of works with what he's wanted to do in the past. But like, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I have no idea. I I still think he is like some sort of like, he's like an alternative villain, like as in like he's a villain from a different organization, right? So like, I think all things line up for him being a a, a villain, but from a different villain organization, because like, we know his loyalty is basically to stain's idea uh from mm. last episode because he's like he's like one of the the, the followers of stain so we know that yeah. we know that for some reason he knows hawks real name like no one else really knows hawks name uh we know that like he he said something mysterious to hawks like we don't know what he said but he said something mysterious so yeah. like what would that that like would, would that like tries to tip me off of not not only that but like the fact that he is like kind of just like messing he it seems like he's messing around at this point and then he's like okay now i'll get started makes me think that like he is like a, a villain from a different organization and that organization has some plans going on that's like the only thing that makes sense to me here like at all yeah like because he's like again he always seems like he's very much a, like a hero of convenience with with which or a villain of convenience sorry with like the League of Villains and stuff like that. Like he's just there by association. He's like, okay, this kind of this kind of benefits me, but doesn't at the same time. But I'll go along with it, sort of thing. So like, yeah, like seeing him like have like a like a like a another hierarchy that he kind of answers to. I don't think is out of the question. Like I really, I really don't like. And again, back to like the episode prior. Again, not not very often do you get a show that just mouths words for no reason. Like yeah. you know what I mean. Like that. Like it's such a. It's such a, like, holy shit, you need to pay attention to this sort of thing, right? Yeah. Like, the only other thing that I could think is, like, maybe he has some other thing going on with All for One. Because we know that he was able to show up with a high-end Nomu, right? So clearly, like, he's working with All for One. So that's that's the only other thing I can think of is, like, 
he is not like he's not a part of the league of villains but instead is like something with all for one like he he he's all for one's like special little project or something i see that seems a little more believable to me that he is just like like maybe like a contingency plan in case shigaraki goes sideways sort of thing like oh yeah 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 and, and that 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 lines up with like all for one's like style too because like mm-hmm. all for one always has a trick up his sleeve constantly yeah. all the time he always has like another plan dobby could be that plan and dobby definitely seems the most capable out of the league of villains sort of thing right like he in like i don't think they ever really reveal like why dobby joins the league of villains he's just kind of there right so yeah um i think that i think that might be the most believable at this point i'm 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 down to go with that. <laughs> um, that being said, though, I think we need to get into the Plus Ultra Award for this week. So for those who may be just joining us or have been longtime listeners, you know what part this is. This is the Plus Ultra Award, where we decide who has gone the most Plus Ultra. And we have gone anywhere from animators to directors to concepts uh, and, of course, heroes and villains as well. Um, so, Dylan, since it's just you and me, I'm going to let you start us off. I think it's obvious. It's, Sh- it's Shigaraki. Yeah. It's obvious. Like... The man wakes up and is just like, all right, the city's gone and disappears the entire city <laughs> by just touching the ground. Yeah, like he like the 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 level of his quirk right now is unmeasurable, I think, at this point. Like it, it's hard to put a cap on that. Like the only other person I think comes even somewhat close is Tokuyami. I think Tokuyami okay. just like jumping in front of one of the most dangerous villains of all time and like saving his mentor like that. And not only that, but, like, with that kind of speed, I think it's pretty impressive. Uh, but, like, still blown out of the water by Shigaraki. Yeah, like, Tokiyami is not, like, he's not by any stretch a close second at anything. But, yeah, Shigaraki is the obvious the obvious winner, like, mm-hmm. for sure. But it is it is nice to see that Tokiyami actually, listening to his mentor as well, like, really, like, made sure that speed and flight were, like, a big part of his his uh his mantra at that point because that was always something that he was scared to work on so but yeah no shiggy's the shiggy's the obvious choice yeah so i think that does us uh for this episode uh, unless dylan you have any closing points no i'm just Perfect. excited for the next one i know just keep giving them to us right that's all for the uh, class 1a podcast you can always find us on youtube at class 1a um or on twitter at class 1a pod we do a bunch of stuff now so we're doing dm slayer we do my hero of course uh and uh myself and andrew have recently started blue lock so catch us all for that and dylan's gonna have the manga breakdown tomorrow i believe so yes it's a good one it is a good one all right guys we'll take take it easy and we will see you all next week